0: But where are you really from?
1: But where are you really from? Hey everyone, my name is Angela Lin.
0: And I'm Jesse Lin. And welcome back to another episode of But Where Are You Really From?
1: Happy 2024, y'all. We are officially in the new year. And as of today, when you are listening, it is like full-on Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year season. So yay for that. We're not talking about Lunar New Year stuff for this episode, but we did want to just acknowledge it's the day that this episode's falling on, and let's all just just tune into the energy of Year of the Dragon. Because dragon in Chinese zodiac has a lot of good stuff associated with it. Fun fact, the dragon is the only mythical creature that is part of the Chinese zodiac. Like the rest of the animals are like normal animals, you know? So it's a little more special. And I feel like dragon is like very associated in general with Chinese culture. Kind of the upper echelon of the culture, meaning, like, the best of everything. So, we found that the dragon energy is supposed to symbolize things like power, nobleness, honor, luck, excellence, and success. So, wishing all of you and ourselves all of that for 2024. But... Again, we're not talking about this <laughs> for the episode, was so just wishing you good tidings as we lead into the bigger topic, which is stringing over from our last episode of Last Batch where we talked about new beginnings. We're talking about our life updates starting in 2024 and beyond because we both have some new beginnings and life updates to share. I'll start with my own. If you've been following the podcast for the last however long, you know that I've been homeless, aka nomadic, for the last several years, and I was living in Asia for a lot of last year, specifically in Japan a lot of that time. We even bought a house if you followed that. And so our big life update is that not as nebulously as before, we are definitively decided that we're going to move to Japan in the next two-ish years? Two-ish years. That's my big life update.
0: Yeah, I think our life updates are full of this dragon energy. Some of these are power moves. They require some luck and talent to pull off excellently, so... My big life update is that after four years of dating my boyfriend, John, we are finally closing a new chapter or opening a new chapter on our lives. And he is going to be moving in with me, I believe, in February of this year. So by the time you guys are listening to this, he should be moved in with me
1: you're so tentative about the entire way you're describing this even like um i think february january 9th is where we're currently recording this you're listening to this in february 9th so you can hold jesse accountable when you're listening to this
0: oh there will be more there will be more to say but yes tell us first about the background behind why you finally decided to make the jump to asia for good
1: yeah, I mean, if you have heard my rants on this show, the last few episodes, I talk a lot about why I feel like Asia is just better in a lot of ways in terms of quality of life, and specifically Japan, because we spent so much time there, and we love it so much. But I think what really sealed it was when we initially first came back, it was just like, immediately highlighted all the things that are different between Japan and US, specifically things that are like, inferior. And mostly it all comes down to quality of life. So it's things like we have to drive everywhere here, everything costs like a zillion dollars here, plus the quality doesn't match up with what we would similarly get in Japan. Safety, general potential kindness or respect between people. So many different things just were immediately highlighted to us of being better, at least in our view for our lives in Japan. And part of the big reason we initially were like, oh, we're gonna live in Southern California for the foreseeable future is because my parents are retired here. And I was always under the assumption that they gave any shits about my future family, like specifically if I had- Kids, right? Trying to be close to said theoretical grandkids. And so we had prioritized living here because my parents are older than Ramon's parents. So it was just a kind of like logistical reality of like, oh, they have fewer years being really strong and like mentally, physically capable people who can enjoy time with grandkids, right? So that was our whole thinking process. And then I had a talk with my parents like a few months ago about just like living and stuff because my brother has been talking about how he similarly has recognized a big difference in quality of life and other things he values between the US and Taiwan and he has this aspiration to move to Taiwan so we were having like a family conversation kind of casually but we were like oh he wants to move to Taiwan like we really like Japan but it's because you guys are here that we are deciding to move to the US like should we just like all move to Asia you know because my parents already spent half the year in Taiwan. And my mom essentially was like, I don't care where you live. And I was like, excuse me, don't you want to be close to your grandkids, all that kind of stuff, right? Because I have a lot of friends now with kids and the grandparents are like the most obsessed with any kid that comes out. And my mom was like, no, I don't care. Like you can live wherever you want. It makes no difference to me. And that was just like, honestly, a slap in my face because I was like, so why am I making my whole like life choice around you guys when you are straight up telling me to my face, you don't care where I live? where your grandchildren will be and so basically what we're doing like instead of just moving right now which is something we could do I'm kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt that even though she says this she does not mean it and she will regret it if she doesn't get at least some time where she has like unbridled access to close time with my future children whatever and so we're making it the two year mark so that it feels like there's like some real time together but we're not like hanging our whole futures on her. And them, especially since they explicitly told us we don't care. So, so yeah, the, the, yeah, that's a big one.
0: It almost feels kind of like a trap, you know. It's like something someone says where you're like, "Where do you want to go for brunch?" I don't care, but they really want to go to this specific place, and they're just like waiting for you to point it out and take them there. Oh my gosh, it feels like such a trap. But I kind of agree. Like I can see your mom saying that, but I can also see both your parents changing their minds about that decision. Once once they actually see a grandchild. But I also kind of feel like it does make sense if most of you guys are going to be in Asia for most of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's why we decided, like, now's the time for Japan. How about you guys? I think
0: that the timing has always been a little bit off because my relationship started basically pretty close to my last relationship ending. So a lot of our time together at the very beginning was just kind of like we were together, but I was also like, I don't know if I want to like move this anywhere. And also through the pandemic, I live by myself. So I've gotten really comfortable living by myself. I have my own little routines, my rituals, whether it's just like meditation, my whole partying journey like everything I've been doing for the last couple of years I feel like has made me realize how much I value like time by myself and of course like I love time with other people and I love spending time with John but like private time is really important to me like I love just being able to sit down and play video games or hang out with my cat or watch tv just time alone to do whatever I want without having to consider anyone else's feelings so it's really nice to have that kind of like freedom and openness but I think we've gone to a place in our relationship where we're like, I think we need to move it a little bit further. Both of us, I think, envision moving in together at some point. So we were kind of like batting around dates for a while. It never really worked for... You know, one reason or another, whether it was like John was going through school timing and then he had like career stuff coming out of school. But now like all the major things have kind of settled down a bit and I'm not really pursuing anything that would take up a lot of my personal time as well. So I was like, let's just go for it. We're never going to know until we actually do it. And for a while I wanted to kind of like couch my way into it like slowly roll into it but I think John was more like let's just like hard crash into it so we just need to to give it a shot
1: well congrats and also good luck dragon luck
0: (laughs) yeah a lot of dragon luck you probably noticed me saying like shoulda allegedly we're gonna it's just my way of managing my own expectations if something doesn't happen but it is what we discussed like we're gonna do it in February and I'm saying it that way both because I feel like there's procrastination on both sides to get shit done right it's not easy moving a person into a space that someone else is already like well established in but i don't want him to feel like he's moving into my space i want him to feel like at some point it's like a shared space that we create together
1: well that's nice and very considerate of you yes Hey, listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at Where Are You From Pod, on TikTok at But Where Are You Really From, subscribing to our YouTube channel under But Where Are You Really From Podcast, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends. The more people we can get to listen to the show, the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories. And if you feel so inclined, we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com Where Are You From. Thanks, y'all.
0: So tell me more about what you're excited for for Japan or like what you've been doing around a potential move there.
1: Uh, What I've been doing that's been taking up all my time, but in like a good way, is I've been focusing so much on getting as good at Japanese as I can possibly get. End goal being fluent, but that's a very lofty goal. So I have been like seriously studying Japanese for a little over a year, somewhere close to like 14 months-ish. I don't count any of the time when I was doing Duolingo as actually learning Japanese. Like, I'm sorry, any of you who are just like playing on Duolingo for any language you are not really learning that language I don't know if I told this story October 2022 is when Japan officially opened their borders finally after COVID stuff and so we got there like immediately <laughs> at that time and in November I took like a crash course Japanese like intensive four days a week thing in Tokyo and leading up to that I had done like six months of Duolingo and I was like addicted to it on the leaderboard, all that crap. And so I felt really good. And then literally my first day of class, my teacher and I saw each other and just like, which means nice weather, isn't it? And I literally did like a blink, 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 what? (laughs) And she was like, okay, this is where we're starting from. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you don't even understand me saying nice weather isn't it so yeah I mean good on you if you're using Duolingo and like trying to get into language but if you're like serious about learning it's not the resource um so since that time like November 2022 I have been like very seriously learning Japanese and I like put the fucking foot on the gas pedal the last four months or so because if anyone is familiar with the Japanese language proficiency test, JLPT, it's the kind of like Japan nationally recognized exam that tests your level of proficiency in Japanese. There's five levels, N5 is the lowest, N1 is like very advanced. I, through all of my Japanese learning up until like a few months ago, was only up to kind of like N4, which is still very beginner. And Ramon has like over a year more than me of like learning Japanese and like actively practicing it. And he was going to take the N3, like lower intermediate. And I was like, I'm setting a goal for myself that I'm going to take the exact same exam as <laughs> So I put the fucking foot on the gas pedal and I was just like zooming through N3 and I really did it as kind of like a pipe dream kind of (laughs) goal and also just to measure like where I am so even if I failed I could know how much I got already but actually we took it in December and I felt really good about it by the time you guys are listening to this I'll have known if I passed or not but that really made me encouraged that I'm like well on my path and N2 which is a level above of what I already took is the recognized, very able to exist in Japan level. Because if you try to work in Japan, for example, N2 is the level that you have to prove to like get a bunch of points towards your immigration process. So I'm shooting for N2 by December of this new year, 2024. The end goal, as you know, is that in two-ish years, we want to move to Japan. So I want to become fluent. So something that I started doing, which maybe you guys have followed, maybe not, because I did post a few times about it on the pod Instagram, but I started a new TikTok Instagram account that it's just dedicated to like, everything related to my Japanese language learning and like my journey towards moving to Japan stuff. So if you are interested in that, the account on Instagram is Angela in Japan underscore and on TikTok is Angela dot in dot japan so follow me there y'all
0: yay yeah preparations for john to move it to be honest i think we're both procrastinating quite a bit i haven't really prepared anything i don't know necessarily how his living style is in terms of things accumulation he claims that he doesn't have a lot of things but we shall see when he moves in. I don't know if you guys know this from just the various blank backgrounds that i film filming from, but I live a very like sparse lifestyle, I kind of say. Like I don't have a lot of stuff and I don't like having a lot of stuff and having a lot of clutter or like things in the closet, like stress me out. So part of the things that I am slowly preparing for is thinking about what things I have to get rid of when John moves in because I don't really want to buy like m- more storage and just add more clutter but then the other part of that is like when i have stuff that i've had for a long time i feel this like a weird connection to it where i'm like i don't want to let you go you've been like so so such trusty shirt or like trusty jacket even though you have like so many holes in it like you've just been so reliable and i look good wearing you and so i like have a hard time letting go of the stuff that i do have because i don't usually accumulate on stuff so when i do buy something i'm like i really i really Like that thing, or I like really want that thing. And then I think the other thing is just to like shift my mindset over to think of this opportunity as an opportunity to grow a relationship and not as like another source of anxiety. When I think of moving in, I immediately think of like all the logistical things that I just talked about, right? Like chores, moving shit, making personal time for each other. Because I'm always in this. Sisyphusian cycle of, like, tackling my next problem. I'm just like, oh, let me, like, figure out all the problems to, like, move forward. And I feel like that creates, like, a lot of anxiety in how I think about the moving in together. So that's also something I'm trying to like recognize anxiety is like legitimate, but also that like nothing bad has happened yet. Like we haven't run into any problems yet. Those are problems that I don't have to like deal with in advance.
1: I feel like that's a very healthy way to approach it. You do have to prepare somewhat. Like you said, you are two individual humans who have lived separately for a very long time. And especially you, it's your, it's your house. So you have as much stuff as you feel like you need to fill the space so you need to remove some stuff prepare space for another human but at the same time i think you're approaching it in a healthy way in that like you could waste all your time just thinking of all the potential things that could go wrong or all like potential things you need to prepare for but the reality is like life doesn't work that way anyway you can't prepare for everything i guarantee you there's like a gazillion things you're not even thinking of that you need to prepare for that you'll find out when it happens so well i'm wishing you all that dragon luck and success thank you
0: and the same to you all over the course of the next two years
1: (laughs) thank you thank you let's take one year at a time right yeah (laughs) all right well y'all we're throwing it back to you for the close what big things are happening for you in your life in 2024 what things do you want that dragon energy of success excellence honor to be thrown at let us know in the comments wherever you are watching or listening to this, and come back next week because we will have another fresh episode for you then, and until then, (laughs) saijian bitches!